and it's the main thing that's caught everyone's attention that it seems that everyone's talking about the most. You mentioned this earlier. It's a first-person perspective. Yeah. Initial thoughts? You know, you don't you don't see me com- it's it's kind of like if if combat is going to be a a big deal then you know like I'm going to be using a lot of guns and the whip and a lot of things like I would rather be in first person like I'm playing Call of Duty but if you're going to make me you know go inside a volcano and hop from rock to rock to keep from falling in the lava like that kind of platforming or whatever I'd kind of rather be able to see my feet like you know <laughs> <laughs> Welcome gamers, non-gamers, PvEers, PvPers, and even NPCs. We do not discriminate. This is the New Wave Gaming Podcast. I think this is episode 41. I'm Ovox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. We're excited to talk about a new video game that was announced last Thursday on the Xbox Developer Direct stream, I think. That's the name of the streaming event. And I think they announced a bunch of things, but really what caught our attention is Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. <laughs> How about that name, Chuck Tomahawk? <laughs> you know, you know mean, where my mind went. Right? <laughs> take your, you don't, don't worry, you don't have this. Don't worry, there's going to be a little E on the episode description here, so feel free to speak your mind. I was going to uh, try and know. refrain, but since you prompted me, I'm going to say the Great Mud Circle is the first oh thing I God, thought when dude, I saw it. That's so fucking insane. <laughs> you went that way. I, I was, I was. Equally thinking something, but I was thinking about the other circle. You know what I'm saying? Might as well the great starfish or something. <laughs> <laughs> the great balloon knot. <laughs> Jesus like, H. Well, we know. Oh, the, fuck, man. Because America's right there in the taint somewhere. <laughs> as far as fucking the great circle. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think the name could have, they may have been able to have a better name, but it's not a bad name. What? And, uh, I guess it, you know, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll unpack this, but it relates to the plot. Yeah. The once game. you tie it to the plot, it's, it's, it's yeah. a song. You got to tie it to the plot. Otherwise it's just like, <laughs> there's no plot tie, you know, mud circles, starfishes, you know. <laughs> or is that just us? Maybe we're just fucked up, man. I mean, you know, all the listeners are like, I don't know. That's probably just you guys. <laughs> or maybe it's just because it's crack of dawn in the morning. It's like circle. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. <sighs> Super excited about that game. Um, I'm. I guess I'm really excited for folks with the Windows and the Xbox Series X and S because that's what it's going to be exclusive to. For good, so, like, like it never ported to the. Uh, I, well, anything can happen. You know, Pepe Tortilla mentioned that yesterday. He's like, "Hey, uh, you know, they'll probably just port that over at some point, especially if it's uh, if it's successful." And you would think. Um, I heard or I read there on on uh, online that before the whole like Disney acquisition was it Disney? 
Somebody, somebody acquired Bethesda. Who was that? Let me pull that up real quick. Hmm. Yeah, because I've been a little liberal with this license over the years when you think of the, like, 200 and some indie games we've had. Um, so I'm having a total... Do you remember who acquired... What Was it a... Gosh darn it. I'm already ruining this podcast by forgetting like the most important information. Well, let me get back to the point. There was a larger point that I was going to get to, but, um, and I'll look for that just to confirm my hypothesis here. Uh, it was going to be on all consoles. I think Todd Howard from Bethesda was like negotiating that with George Lucas way back. I think they, I think they were negotiating this game and talking about it like way back in like two, or something, right? Yeah, 2009. So, but when, oh yeah, it was Disney. That's right. I'm sorry. Okay. I can, okay. I feel a little better now. I wasn't just like making that up. Disney acquired uh, uh, Bethesda in some way, shape or form. I think we all remember this. So they, they um, renegotiated it and justified it by saying, like Disney was saying this, hey, your Xbox and PC community is large enough of a marketplace. So let's make this an exclusive. So it's an exclusive. That's one of the, uh, so yeah, I'm real excited for everyone that get, that's going to get to play this thing. I don't have an Xbox personally, but um, we're still super excited, or at least I am, because I'm a big Indiana Jones fan, man. That's like, that franchise, Indy, Harrison Ford, that whole, just that whole, that whole ethos there is part of my childhood. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I was born in 87, so a lot those movies were already out and had some years behind them, at least the first one and the second, I think. I think? Or was it... Anyways, yeah, because there were how many... The original three, right? I think you got... Out of the movies, I think the first one came out in like 83. Yeah. What was it? 82? Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. And then you get the the Crystal Skulls. Maybe after that, and then the most recent is is kind of the way I remember it. But it gets cloudy after the first three. The first three are the, you know, what I kind of consider the the can. Oh yeah, dude, those are the yeah yeah. I mean that's that's the bread and butter right there. Yeah. Oh, oh damn. So the first movie came out in 1981, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom came out in 1984. I was born in 87, and then two years later came. The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in 1989. Okay, so, so I got the first two. Those kind first two, kind of yeah. backwards there, yeah. And then 2008, we saw, is it the, what is this one? Indiana Jones, oh, and this is, I think this is the, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I remember that movie, I did see that one. I haven't seen this last one, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, came out last year, yeah, 2023. Yeah, I have heard you it. heard good things or negative things? It looks like it doesn't have a very good rating. Oh, uh, not that. It, no muy bueno. I guess it. Yeah, it almost felt like they kind of went woke to some degree with it, you know. And and I, uh, I got heard a that. Too. I can't. I can't say that for sure. But yeah, that was some of the reports. Like, and yeah, that maybe scared me away a little bit. And then, but 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 Harrison Ford was in it though, right? Like like he was. I mean, Harrison Ford himself in an interview said, "No one else can be indie." <laughs> he literally said that, like, and he's like, he's, and he said, uh, 
Um, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said like you know that when he dies, Indiana Jones dies. He's like on like like it looks like Good Morning America or something with a with a news reporter, and I love how he reaches out and puts his hand on his shoulder when he tells him that. Like yeah, yeah, you know, like hey brother, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm here. yeah, just with a very slight like nod. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of uh, like I am Indiana Jones. Like <laughs> yeah, yo soy. Or no, how do you say it? Uh, yo estoy Indiana Jones. <laughs> Temporarily, apparently. <laughs> Por el momento. <laughs> soy Indiana Jones. Yo estoy. Someone, oh yeah, you get interviewed when you're playing the game, like, and you know, está disfrutando el nuevo videojuego de Indiana Jones, and then you come in. <laughs> Yo estoy, estoy Chuck <laughs> Yo estoy disfrutando. Oh, uh, anyways, all right. I got all excited Let's, once in uh, this gym class I had. There were some uh, folks in there from different countries that spoke Spanish, and I, I whipped that out. And the guy, like, he had already explained that to me. You know, soy is like a permanent thing in a story. <laughs> and I still, still mess it up, you know, under yeah. pressure, but. <laughs> but no, it's okay. You know, there's there are occasions where it's I'll uh, I'll still you know mix up estoy and soy. I mean, it's rare, but there are occasions where I'll still like wait a minute, that's right. You know, and it'll kind of yeah. It just yeah yeah. I think damn Chuck, are you laughing so hard over there? I'm, You're tearing up already. <laughs> yeah, a damn bit. man. Yeah, I gotta. Quit. I love it when you tear up from a good laugh. I gotta quit wearing eye makeup. It's killing me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. What do we have here? Just a quick little. Uh, we'll get into the specifics here. A little breakdown, bullet points. We've got Machine Games as the developer, which is a. They're really known for. They're very successful with first-person games, and they did the Wolfenstein Young Blood. I think it's called. Um, and they've done another. They've done. They've worked on the Wolfenstein series, and. Uh, Oh, go ahead. It, it does strike me like like one interesting thought I had when I saw you, you know kind of their their promo video where they talked about it, and, and you start to realize like these people ain't from around here. Like you know, you're like looking at them, and that, and then you kind of find out they're from Sweden. And, and I really, as I'm sitting there thinking, like I I don't think I've met a lot of people from Sweden, and I I just wondered if if you had like like I know a lot of folks come through, um you know um, tourist wise and stuff down your way and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've there's definitely been a uh, you know a handful. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, uh, like I think out of all the European countries, they're they're up there. I mean, you know, not not too many. You know, at least that I've interacted with and met. The you know, vibe mostly, feels a little like mostly German, French, mm. Spanish, you know, English. Lots of Australians. They're not. I mean, that's not Europe, but you know. Uh, Hey, mate, <laughs> let's go grab some beers. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love oh, it's that. It's like my, one of my absolute favorite parts of visiting down there. Like, like you know, it, it, it literally changes your life, and it kind of surprises me. I don't, you know, I don't have, like, at least one incidence of, of meeting someone from there, but the vibe kind of seemed more like, like Germans a little bit to, to me, uh, you know, and, and, and that made me think about, like, you know, how was, how was this movie presented to them as kids, you know? I mean, mm. they, there's got to be a thing. You know, like, if I'm watching a Swedish film, I think about that, like, you know, like I kind of notice cultural differences and things, and I just, you know, yeah. there's a tiny part of me is like, 
you know, can these people are can they be trusted with my beloved, you know, American movie franchise? <laughs> but you know, well, obviously they've, they've had, done they a had, great job. They had with taught, it, yeah, yeah, they have Todd Howard, uh, you know, as the executive producer, and um, you know, I think, gosh, dude, you know, the Indiana Jones dude, I think the, a whole generation of the world grew up with him. You know, you're right. It is like. Uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and everything and and um, I mean yeah those movies they were those were directed by uh, Steven Spielberg right yeah mm-hmm. anyways you know I it, yeah it's it's machine games man you know they can do it or at least that's that's the that's the feeling um, but there's more to that there's more to that uh they can do it thing that we got to unpack because it's kind of like the main topic of controversy right now but but this is a this is a professional podcast here and we're going in in steps chuck right Roger right? that yeah all right very professional podcast here um machine games as you mentioned there we watched that video where they did a full presentation and like discussed how they approached the development of the game and they really did show a lot of passion and they just, you know, described a lot how they wanted to keep the essence of, of, of the Indiana Jones that we all grew up with, you know, that, uh, dashing, confident, enthusiastic, uh, archeologist professor that's, uh, get, you know, gets thrown into these adventures where there's like puzzle solving and, um, you know, uh, gun, brief gun battles and just adventuring and the whole kit, right? There's even like, um, you know, the, of course the, the villains are always present, which in this case usually is, you know, the Nazis, uh, mm-hmm. because it's based right around that just before World War II phase, mm-hmm. at least the main movies were. Um, so yeah, they, like they talk about it it's a great interview. There, there are great interviews, but you know that's always like they're really hyping it up too. Yeah, you can sense the passion. Like, like they they certainly certainly care about it, and and yeah, they have that. You know, when you look at their past games, it, it's almost like um, you can kind of kind of sense it's one of their games. Like, like there's kind of a vibe, you know, to them, and it, you you can kind of pick that up in, in in the trailer, and you know, especially as they're talking about it, kind of pointing out what they had thought about and and. You know that whether they were going to do first person or third person, you know, kind of some of the decisions they had to make, and yeah. we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Um, they've been working on it for like three years, I think. I think they started in twenty twenty one development. I, I think is what I read somewhere around there. I might be wrong, but um, so they've got some time into this. I'm sure they're feeling passionate about it. It's a it's a huge huge bar to reach. You know, having that IP. Indiana Jones. Um, so yeah, it's the, the, it's being published by Bethesda Softworks. So, you know, that's a powerhouse name in the industry, Bethesda right there. Um, the director is, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think it's, uh, Jörg Gustafsson. Um, and he was a part of that interview, uh, that interview video, the presentation video. The composer is Gordy Hobb. And he's trying to pull, he's trying to like really interpret and like re- recreate that, that, that incredible sound uh, and music performance from the movies in the game. Like he's drawing from the original composer of the movies. I don't remember, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, 
but Gordy Hobb is really like in the in the remember in that interview video where they talk about how they really want to bring to life the the India the Indiana Jones adventure for the player. Part of that is with the the sound and the music. Dude, the size and of in, that freaking orchestra! Like, it's it's yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it covers a whole room. Like like in in. <laughs> I mean, a big you think old room, in there like, with like a little ukulele, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just over sitting the, over in the back corner, got a hillbilly with ready. a washboard and some spoons. And shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you, you never know, dude. You never know. And he might get into something where they need that guy on the ukulele to start, like you know. <laughs> you never know. Anyways, composers right, right. always blow my mind too. Like, like what are they doing up there? Like, like you know, like like I think most of my compo- like the Bugs Bunny cartoons, like when he's like, <laughs> you know. And then there's you know, <laughs> when you look at it, it seems like you know, it's it's hard not to 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 think that. Like, what are they doing up there? Like, really? But I actually think there's like. You know, that's actually like probably the most important and most complicated job up there. Yeah. Keep that, keep that, keep that whole orchestra going on track. Anyway, so Gordy Hobb looks like he's killing it with the, the sound and music. Uh, ID Tech Engine, that's what they're using. Platforms to be released on Windows, Xbox, Series X, and S. Release year, this year, 2024. That's all they've said. So. Foe. I'm thinking probably like around November, man. December 31st as well. <laughs> if we're lucky. I mean, and I'd, hey, I'd count. I'd count. Yeah, I wouldn't expect this game to release until the end of the year. It's an action-adventure game, single player. And the uh, voice of Indiana Jones is uh, the well-known Troy Baker. Troy Baker is an American voice actor and musician. I'm reading from the Wikipedia page here, my little cheat sheet. He's been in a ton of video games, man. He's been in a ton of me- media and uh, content and just, you know, he's got a filmography background, an animation background, and these lists are long. He's got a film background, and then his video games are, his video game background is huge, man. It's a huge list. Holy crap. He's got other stuff, live action. Studio albums, singles. This guy's like, he's probably super involved and well known. Residual checks, boy. Dude, the lists are huge. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, I've only heard, I've only like become familiar with him now and doing a little research on this episode. Uh, He's from Dallas, Texas. He's 47. But let me just read this real quick. It says, says Baker is known for his video game roles, including Joel Miller in The Last of Us franchise, Booker Dewitt or DeWitt, in the Bioshock Infinity 2013. He played Samuel Sam Drake in Uncharted 4, A Thief's End 2016, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy 2017. He played Reese Strongfolk Fork in Tales, of the Border, Tales from the Borderlands 2014, Snow Viers in Final Fantasy VIII 2010, Kanji Tatsumi in Persona 4 2008, Talon Inn in Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor 2014 and Middle Earth Shadow of War 2017. Pagan Min in Far Cry 4. No way. Huh. No way. That's crazy. I, 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 I beat that game, man. That was a great one. And this is my favorite one because, Chuck, you know I'm a, uh, an addict and huge fan of 
the Metal Gear Solid franchise. He played Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain in 2015, which is crazy. <laughs> and he also played Higgs Mon- Monagon in Death Stranding from 2019. Anyways, Troy Baker is playing as is, is, is the voice actor for Indiana Jones in this uh, upcoming game. Uh, what what were your thoughts on? Uh, ah, no, let's save that. Let's save that because that's that's we're gonna, we're coming up on that. Let me just make sure we covered our, our basics here. That's actually it. That's actually it. Um, and there are other protagonists in the game. There's a lady. Uh, uh, her, her her name is Alessandra Mastronardi, and she's playing. She's acting or voice acting as Gina Lombardi, which is. I think accompanying Indiana Jones in this game as kind of like an investigative reporter. Yeah, they kind of got that's her team up. Yeah, they kind of they team up and create a bond in the in the game. I'm suspecting, and then our antagonist, the bad guy, is uh, in the game. His name is Emmerich Voss, and when you see the Emmerich. the when you see the reveal trailer, dude, and you see him in the beginning uh, opening scene, he looks like that's like the perfect name. <laughs> you know, oh, Emmerich yeah. Voss. And Emmerich Voss is being played by uh, voice actor Marios Gavrils. Gra- no, Gravilis. Gavrilis. Um, and uh, this is Tony Todd as Locus. I'm not sure who Locus is, though. It's a cool name. Okay. So, the reveal trailer. We watched it many of times. We just watched it again before, uh, before, <laughs> before uh, beginning the episode. And I just want to play this one part real quick because I think it's hilarious. And it makes Indiana Jones kind of sound like, I don't know, lame. <laughs> you can't just run away from your problems, Indiana. Watch me. <laughs> 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 like, wait a minute indiana jones yeah, running funny. away from his problems mm-hmm. let me show you yeah. you you can't just run away from your problems indiana <laughs> watch me <laughs> and then and then like the next scenes are him just like you know fist punching a guy in the face you know like Hitting totally taking his problems on head first <laughs> i just thought that was kind of like funny like could just yeah. Got my attention, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of not like <laughs> <laughs> not something you would aspire to. And in the, it, you know, and he's he just like looks back at the doctor, just all like you know, badass, like super confident, and you know, watch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my problems are over there. Uh, I'm gonna go that way. Yeah, you know? and then whips a picture a guy a like tree and flies ha- off, hammering a bottle of liquor, walking into a strip club. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great circle, what? It's like mm. I'm about to find me a great circle. I'll be all right for my problems. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man! But uh, but uh, <clears throat> so the opening scene is uh, kind of like you. It it uh, well, no, it's not a pan. It's a uh, I forgot the technical terms here, but they kind of like the camera comes down and uh, we see kind of just like a, a group of, of Nazi soldiers. And then there's like a captain or a main uh, leading them, uh, 
of the gentleman leading them that's talking to someone and it comes the camera comes down and we see the back of his head and it's this guy does he have the fedora on on the beginning of the video dude I no he doesn't he doesn't scene, like like i'm assuming that's emrich right there boss like like the main yeah. guy you're talking about what Emmerich is going, like I, the whole time i'm thinking what is on his nose like that, that. Mu- we must have missed something there must have there must be like you know, this must be like a mid-game or end-game like cutscene, and we must have like missed where something happened, where he broke his nose, or, or maybe he got like a, you know, a, a pre-World War II nose job, man. Maybe they were, they were. What I'm thinking, like, or something like, it looks uh, bad, like, yeah, it, you know, like, like, like the entire time, like, like I'm like, we're gonna show this, and we're not gonna mention like what's going on with this guy's nose, and then, like you say, it slowly goes down, and then your your attention goes like, shit, that's Indiana. And it's our boy. <laughs> it's our boy, man. We grew up with him, dude. They got him hemmed up again in the desert. I don't think I can emphasize enough, like how, how, um, what's the right word here? How, like how monumental how important how like how 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 dearly we hold like this this character indiana jones like to our hearts like a certain generation at least um yeah. like forms part of like the the, uh, the childhood you know like this is a character that a lot of kids wanted to be you oh, know yeah. this this is right there on the on the shelves with um you know star wars with uh Help me out, Chuck. With Back to the Future, like these are these are like movie trilogies and like or, or, or franchises, I guess is the you know the word, I guess. But th- there's like sets of movies and like these characters that during that like that those '80s '90s years were just like so huge for so many kids. You know, yeah, Indiana there's kind Jones, of a, a penetration um, of of just. You know, the everyone knows it. Like, even if you're not into adventure movies or whatever, if somebody says, you know, who's Indiana Jones, like, like you know, you could answer it on a Jeopardy or oh, something. Like, like he's, you know, he, what he was, was his job? Holi- like, he, he's an archaeologist. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah. name an archaeologist. Like, you know, he was like, like, at least, like, the ho- the Halloween costume of so many kids back well, in the day. And, and one of the things I think that, that, is important about these movies is that he kind of is like just your everyday guy. Like he's working at a university, you know, archaeologist, like he's not like some superhuman athlete or some, you know, trained soldier that's like, you know, trained to fight and do all these things that he ends up doing. Like he has to, and he has to use his wits to, to, to solve mm. these, these mysteries and, and yeah. you know, stay one help step ahead of, of the, the bad guys. And, and, you know, so we can all identify with that. Well, and his, his, his knowledge too, as a, as a archeologist, like he knows so much about these, pu- these puzzles where he employs his wits and his, yeah. his, his knowledge of like archeology span and history and, and, uh, communities and like you know like it's just so cool well and 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 they they always add some supernatural into it but it's like plausible supernatural like you know it's kind of like throughout the main movie it's 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 kind of the backdrop is our normal world but you know all of a sudden like you know we open this arc and it fries about 
fifty German dudes, like, you know. And, oh and yeah, we'll get into that. Like, like, That's so funny. You know, the, and, and it gets crazier as time goes on. Like like the the thing, like the skull, the, the the crystal skulls and things. But in the first movies, it's it's supernatural, but it's plausible. Like like you know, it's not like you don't have to. You know, yeah, your your mind can make the the leaps in the movie. Like, yeah, it's you don't not have like, to accept that aliens exist or, or something. You know, regardless of how you feel about that, like it's still just you know fairly reasonable. And, and you know, yeah. I, 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 it's like the art kind of ties into Christianity, which you know a good portion of the planet believes. And and you know, it's 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 fa- it's it's plausible. And and as as things go on, and and you kind of go back through the video games that have came out over the years, then. They've pushed that, you know, into the wind. Like, you know, next thing you know, you're turning into an alien. And oh yeah, yeah. There's like, so many video games, man. Yeah. There's so many video games. We'll get into that too. But um, all right. So, reveal trailer, opening scene. Um, we got immediately. There's the the main villain. It seems like uh, Emmerich Voss. And uh, Indiana Jones is like buried up to his like shoulders and in, in the ground. I don't know how that. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that happens. <laughs> and it sounds like they're in the the deserts of Africa. So I think that's actually when they're in Egypt because the Egypt, Egyptian pyramids is one of the locations where the game story develops, uh, amongst a ton of other locations. Um, and he's just buried up to his shoulders. Then it'll be interesting to see how he gets there. And uh, and then the guy's giving him like this like feel bad speech. Like you're, he's basically like you're an idiot. Could have done you're something dumb. with your life. <laughs> you're you're an idiot. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. And then Indiana Jones like, hmm. bam, headbutt something. <laughs> Classic Indiana Jones move. Um, you know. Yeah. And um, and then uh, you know it starts to show us uh, the you know, the story, uh, locations. Do you remember the locations, uh, off the top of your head? I think they're, they're going to be in, in Rome, in Egypt, the Himalayas, maybe Thailand was in there. I think. Yeah. Some- Thailand's in there. Yeah, man. It's going to be cool. I think it's really going to be cool. Like to see it because they, going back to that interview, the developers were talking about how they put a lot of effort and work into creating just like cinematic, environments and 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 gameplay and cutscenes and video and it's just you know combined with the the orchestra and the sound soundtrack for the game and everything i bet it's gonna feel especially with a good headset it's gonna feel like you're in one of those uh movie theaters you know remember the old movie theaters where you'd go in and there'd be the it was like three letters. You'd go in and it'd say like THX or something. I don't remember what the three oh, yeah. letters were, but you'd sit down and it'd just be like... Spatial sound. Mm-hmm. Or it, well, remember it'd go... Mm-hmm. Remember that? And sometimes you could hear it happening in the theater next door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in Rogersville, like in our old theater, like it would, there was two, you know, two parts to the theater or whatever and i could hear yeah. their movie starting like, <laughs> like yeah i don't remember yeah. the i think it was thx or vhx i don't remember but anyways um so it's gonna be a very immersive it sounds like it's gonna be a very immersive uh game right off the bat when they show the first actual gameplay uh scene something very obvious is 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 there and it's the main thing that's caught everyone's attention that it seems that everyone's talking about the most you mentioned this earlier it's a first person perspective 
Yeah. Initial thoughts? You know, you don't you don't see me com- it's it's kind of like if if combat is going to be a a big deal then you know like I'm going to be using a lot of guns and the whip and a lot of things like I would rather be in first person like I'm playing Call of Duty. But if you're going to make me you know, go inside a volcano and hop from rock to rock to keep from falling in the lava, like that kind of platforming or whatever. I'd kind of rather be able to see my feet, like, you know, <laughs> or, or whatever. But it does look like yeah. they've they've balanced that, like, like because there are times, like I noticed when uh, there's one instance, like I think he's climbing up like a rope or something, and it does zoom back, like when when you're 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 doing that. But I think it's more just for you to see it, not to you know, facilitate the play or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says, it says on, uh, online, the great circle is primary play, primarily played as a first person. Sh- I'm sorry. I'm not reading accurately. I need more coffee. Uh, the great circle is primarily played from a per first person perspective with third person being employed for contextual elements, such as environmental interaction. So, when you watch the the reveal trailer, you can kind of see how like you know you're in first person and you're running a, across the a, a cliffside and then there, I don't know there's I think there's like this one scene where there's a ladder or a pipe or something that's there on the side and he, he goes to to interact with it and then it comes out into a third person perspective mm-hmm. and then he starts going up the ladder or pipe or whatever it was. Uh, players control Indy. Indy, of course, is Indiana Jones. Um, as they navigate through a mix of linear story sensitive areas and wider exploratory landscapes. So there's going to be some linear action where, you know, you basically just got to continue to move forward and follow the path. It sounds like, and then there's going to be some not open world necessarily, but, uh, some larger, you know, exploratory landscapes, not to be redundant. So hmm, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. You know what I mean? I'm try- yeah. When I think, what I think of, uh, I'm, I try to think of like uh, what an example might be. And um, I had a game in mind yesterday. I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like, uh, and boom, I thought of this game. It's not coming to mind right now. But They mention Uncharted a lot as like kind of things, games that are sort of inspired by Indiana Jones to, to some degree, like where you've got sort of your everyday guy that's, you know, out there, it uh, sort of in an adventure game, you know, setting. Yeah. They also mentioned Tomb Raider a lot. Yeah. Look, my feeling, when I first saw that it was in first person, my initial reaction, my jerk reaction was, you know, like my my face dropped. It was like, oh, man. Because... Because, yeah, because I immediately thought about games like Uncharted. And I have Uncharted. I have all of them. Played them. They're fun. Um, I kind of thought of also like uh, Assassin's Creed a little bit, uh, which that game obviously has to be in third person. But, yeah, I just, I feel like there might be something there to having it in third person that when you do those things like use your whip and everything, it's, it, it is cool to see indie um, you know, whip and everything. And I have played previous Indiana Jones games and none of them were first person. I've only played a couple of them, you know, not even a handful. And there's so many Indiana Jones games going back to like, I think like 1982. Yeah. <laughs> like it goes back, man. Yeah. Um. Anyways. uh, It does go back. Though. But like right now, when I watched the video again, the trailer just before hit and record, like 
there 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 is something to like maybe it's because the the graphics are also really good they look in the video they seem to look really good um like when you see him like using the whip and then firing the gun and then like he's on there's one point where he's on like a a turret type machine gun you know like mounted on a, a vehicle it 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 actually like you know it might work man and you know what machine games is is part of their reputation is just killing it at first person games like that's what they do you know mm-hmm. um when they when with uh Wolfenstein the New Order from 2014 and Wolfenstein Young Blood 2019 I looked at some footage from those games um you know and and when I watched after having watched the Indiana Jones trailer I, and watching the Wolfenstein trailers it's like ah yeah man these I, I could see the similarities, you know, mm-hmm. and you could see you could see the first person gameplay, and and yeah, it looked like they had a solid handle on it. Um, yeah, it's it's it. I I think with this first person thing, there's going to be folks, there's going to be gamers out there that are just like adamant, you know, no, this this should be third person, um, and it's just period, you know, and there's going to be people that are just like, no, first person is the way to go, and they shouldn't even have. Partial scenes, which you know, there's going to be people on both in both camps, but in for me, I think it's just like, well, number one, I don't have an Xbox, so we'll see when I get to play it. But let's say I I play it, I think it's just going to depend on how freaking awesome the game is and how well they how well they uh, create that first person experience. I would agree. For me, the the crux of this game is the whip. Like it, it is what makes this unique. Like, like there's a ton of shooter games out there. There's a ton of like, you know, going and seeking out art, like Tomb Raider type type situation. So, I, I think if they get the whip right, like, like, because I remember as a child, like when when these movies were out, um, the, I think I mentioned to you offline, you know, some about this. That there was an amusement park over in Gatlinburg called Silver Dollar City that's now Dollywood. But at that time, you could go there to kind Dollywood. of like a, yeah, like a, yeah, wish version of Dollywood. You know, this other thing that was called Silver Dollar City. But they did sell whips there, like full blown, like bull whips, like like you know, like a yeah, like, like with nice with like nice wooden braid, handle, like, yeah, you know, braided freaking so and like what i wanted to do from, how much did it, one of those how much would one of those run you probably 20 bucks for 10 15 bucks Ooh, you know yeah I mean, like 1999 something like that oh yeah not not bad you know and, and and it's like you're on vacation you know and and yeah i come home with a whip and a wallet like i've got this leather wallet it's got like <laughs> silver dollar city on it so i've got my two dollars that i have to my name in my pocket in the back pocket silver dollar city and i'm down by the creek there's a creek that's probably three or four feet wide by my house and what i wanted to do was find that branch to throw that whip around and swing across that creek and i i think that carries over to the video game dude like like, like that's what i i want to be able to do like you know I, I think of that famous scene in in star wars even when luke skywalker uses a grappling hook and him and princess leah swing across and like even going back to the pitfall games like you're kind of swinging across over the, dude, the, the pitfall games that like i thought yeah. about those when 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 we were, when I was looking up this, uh, you know, in, information on this game, I totally thought about those pitfall games. I remember we covered them yeah. before. Dude, there's just something One inside of, our, of us that wants to swing, and, and I'm going to go on record as saying, <laughs> there's like, something inside of us that wants to swing. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it hard to find that perfect, like, parallel to the ground branch, 
it also doesn't work. Like when you swing that whip around there, like if you've swung it like high enough that it's going to wrap around enough times to support your weight, like, like it, it, it just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's near impossible, but I tried it like 1.2 million times and, and probably like fell in the Creek half of those times, <laughs> you know, got a wet foot, oh, man. You, you know, it wasn't but, a Greek, you know, like I went underwater or something. It's a small Creek. So, you know, you come home with your school shoes jacked up and your mom's yeah, but mad. you'll, you'll never forget that, man. Oh, I know. And, and, and I think yeah. it still goes to the game. That That's a, you're exactly right. That it's like what I think of like, like, you know, like if you said now, like, Hey, here's the beta, try it, John, I would be like, you know, I would want to swing around on that, that whip. I hope, you know, everything is interactive with that whip. I love yeah, that I one. Can, I can imagine you going like, sorry, but I can just yeah. imagine you like, I'm handing you the beta and you're just going like, putting your hand out going, wait, is there a whip? How do I equip the whip? Uh, of course there's a whip. Okay. <laughs> equip the whip. And, and <laughs> that one scene in the in the trailer where he 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 almost does like the the thing from the guy on uh, Mortal Kombat where he's like, get over here. And, and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he should have said it, right? That would have been hilarious. And then he just Little Easter egg. Working him. Like he pulls him over and then gives him the old one two to the face about three times there and and like that looks like fun to me. Like, like you know, I think that's the different thing here. It's the whip. It's all in the whip. Like, you know, I mean, like a freaky yeah. freaking. Could you? Could you imagine? Like, if I said, no, hold on, let me think about how how to phrase this. I'm just gonna keep it simple. Like, could you imagine if Indiana didn't have the whip? Dude, there's an old like, video game where they gave him be. a cane. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Did you not just That's, recoil like you were like, <laughs> like what is this? Like candy? Is this like a Christmas version just of like what is it, Christmas the, edition? Yeah, the Christmas <laughs> pimp or something. Like, yeah. He's out there, <laughs> crip, crip walking, <laughs> yeah. gold chain across Got his a neck. swagger stick, fedora's like, a little tilted to the front a little bit. Um, <laughs> Y'all better, you bitches better but, have my money. <laughs> it, it just like it wouldn't be Indiana Jones, you know. The whip is a huge it. it, it the whip is Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know. I mean, it almost ties in to just who he is. Like, like sort of. It, it it's like only some smart archaeologist would know you could do all those things with a whip, like, or something like. Like, I I don't know. Like, I never questioned that he had it either. But like, what other person walks around with a whip? Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's you know it's part of his kit. And uh, I don't remember what kind of uh, revolver he carries, but it it. Uh, let me let me look that up real quick, um, dude. I'm gonna tell you the other way you're looking for that. The other thing I would do is I would get crawdads out of that creek and I would catch them up on land slipping, and I would pop them suckers with that whip. And there were also water spiders that would float on top of the water, and dude, I was down there like you know fighting you know scorpions and I can you know in my mind I was whipping everything. And dude, you whip them just right. You see claws like those pinchers and feet and shit just flow into a million pieces, and you're like, <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, what kind of weapon do you think he uh, he uses? That's a hard one to 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 nail, but it's definitely not what I thought. But it says here in in Raiders of the Lost Ark. There were two primary revolvers used. I would in say the nine eleven or something, isn't it? Like the. It says one. 
He used two different types of pistols in Raiders of the Lost Ark. One was a Smith & Wesson 1917, which chambered for a uh, 45 ACP round from... uh, Okay, and then the second one was a Smith & Wesson hand ejector Model 2 from Bapti & Co. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but it looks like the Smith & Wesson was kind of like the... Yeah, anyways. It's it's your basic... Pistol. Yeah, and you get to you use a pistol as well. Um, but let me read this real quick, Chuck. I got good news for you, and all of you whippersnappers out there. Combat can either be directly engaged with, or circumvented entirely through the use of stealth mechanics. And the character's signature whip can be used as both a weapon or as a means for traversing across obstacles and solving various puzzles to uncover alternate paths and obscured collectibles. So there you go. A means to traverse across obstacles. It's it's definitely gonna be part of it. Like like what I want is in there somewhere, but I feel like it's probably sparsely in there. And the other thing they show him doing with the whip is kind of using it in a stealth mode, like where he kind of cracks the whip over here by a guy to make him look that way, and then he sneaks by. And I felt like that was a pretty big stretch for me. Like like if I'm guarding something with a gun. And I hear a whip crack. <laughs> yeah, you're immediately going to be like shouldered up and yeah. ready to go. Whatever right? I'm like, guarding, let's... I'm going to go to it right then. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I'm guarding, I'm going to guard it more. Yeah, I'm going to put my back to it and look in that direction. <laughs> you know, I'm not just going to go, huh? huh? <laughs> Let me walk yeah, outside and, and smoke a cigarette and I'll go check that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh, but it kind of made sense, you know. I, I think under stealth circumstances or, or whatever. But yeah, there's this one scene. He kind of cracks it by the guy's ear, <laughs> and the guy just kind of, you know, goes into a different oh, animation. It, one thing I forgot to ask you about before we get too far ahead um, is, I mean, even in the initial scene, uh, we hear Troy Baker perform, mm. do his work. What do you think about the voice? The a lot voice. of people obviously were hoping to have direct participation from the great Harrison Ford. Yeah, somewhere I picture Harrison, you know, like someone asking Harrison Ford about this, and he's like, video game, uh, you know, <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Like, you know, you know who I am. Like, it, No, man, I don't think so. I mean, you know, with Star Wars and everything, Han Solo, you know, I'm sure he's like, you know, maybe. I mean, maybe that was his reaction, but not because like of anything about video games, but just like you know what, I'm 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 just done with with all that stuff. He is getting. Older I think what it is. probably was, man, is it like he's like, sure, I'll do that. Here's my here's my uh my, my 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 fee. Yeah, and my rider like, is yeah. on like a diamond encrusted <laughs> chair that I sit in while I see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He could name his own price, and and yeah, I want an I, actual real lightsaber. <laughs> and like the man has given us a lot, like you know, and, and oh, you know, and and I I do hear that Star Wars comparison a lot because he's a character in both ones, and, and I I kind of like like he basically carries this film, but Han Solo is just a character in the Star Wars universe, like but like Indiana Jones is this franchise like like yeah like it's just one person yeah like, like name me some more characters like 
you, you know, <laughs> like, nope. yeah, I mean, I could, I could say like, oh yeah, there was that one guy, there was the kid, you, you, you know, but like, yeah, I don't yeah. know their names. <laughs> like I know Chewbacca yeah, I and Darth Vader. There was and, the dude like, that he Yoda. fought with that walked into the propeller. Yeah. But like, we've got backstories and character development and just whole species development and stuff dude. in Star Wars. Like, like, you know, it just, yeah. it just can't compare. Like, like it's an unfair no. comparison. I mean, even like not not to jump franchises, but like even in Back to the Future, there's more than one. You know, you've got the Doc, yeah, and then you've got Marty. You know, there's more than one like person that you can create a bond with as a viewer or as a fan. Yeah, yeah. but in in Indiana Jones, it's Indiana Jones. Well, that, Indiana that's Jones gonna... and this, Indiana Jones and that, Indiana Jones and in this temple and that. You know, whatever. Yeah, no yeah. one wants like a you know a three and a half inch Nazi figure <laughs> you know, to play three and a half kids inch? to play with. You know the, those little. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I mean th- yeah, those were difficulties, and and you know I mean yeah, there were that created. I actually was in uh, seeing um, <clears throat> online content about that. How uh, you know when they were comparing, it was just like the Indiana Jones franchise faced challenges in those types of. Uh, regards you know yeah the toys just couldn't like penetrate yeah. the the psyche like star wars does and, and i think it's important yeah. to point that out like like i love both movies but but this one is on harrison ford's shoulders completely and yeah you know and but do you think uh getting back to what we were touching on uh troy baker um I, i'm not gonna lie when dude when i when i because again, I didn't know about Troy Baker really. Like I hadn't identified him, let alone realized how much he's contributed to the video game world. Uh, when I first opened up the reveal trailer and listened to it, I was actually like, I don't want to say fully convinced, but I was like, I knew it was a voice actor. I could kind of tell it was a voice actor, but I almost, I almost questioned it. There was a moment where I was like, that? that does kind of sound like Harrison, but is it? I even for even a mo- for a moment I even thought it maybe that they were using some sort of like AI or like you know some sort of a voice you know something like that that's because it it's obviously Troy Baker trying to produce and imitate and and create that Harrison Ford voice he, I think he does a great job of 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 uh, simulating the the particularities you know the nuances the little uh, the what gives that persona you know what i mean the character to indiana jones like he he really does well of recreating that and there are moments man where i swear i was like god that does kind of sound like harrison ford i would agree it's that good and 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 to answer your question like i I think it's a great choice and obviously he's got chops like he's he's been in a ton of games and and you know this is nothing new for him and and i I feel like the graphics did a great job too i i think one of the things that as non-actors or people that spend a ton of time in front of a camera like you don't realize how good looking and smooth harrison ford it really is like his smile and things you know until oh yeah man you you know take a video of yourself (laughs) in the day talking like that and see you know how awkward you look compared to him you know like he's just kind of you know just like i talked about him putting his hand on that dude's shoulder you can just like like in that interview on on tv like there's just something very charismatic and and about him and i felt like they captured that like his smile you know kind of makes you think of of yeah you know that's a he's a yeah he's a handsome man well shoot man we're, we're coming up on we're getting close to that hour marker so let's knock out some more yeah. convo here and then we're gonna wrap it up but um yeah trey big i think he 
you know, it, they couldn't get Harrison Ford in for whatever. There might be legalities there too, like because obviously they uh, have the IP, so they have the rights to to recreate Indiana Jones uh, uh, as Harrison Ford. You know, it's obviously it looks it's it's a, an amazing. It looks just like him, so they did an amazing job there. So obviously, they had the legal rights to allow somebody else to be the voice for this character. So there might be legalities there too that we don't uh, aren't aware of or, or whatnot that may come out later as to why Harrison Ford didn't directly participate. But yeah, it looks like Trey Baker killed it, man. Like I'm excited to to play and and hear him, you know, and and play the character and see how it all ties together. Um, yeah, they've pulled out all the stops. Uh, I mean, you remember from that video, like 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 some of the motion capture stuff looked pretty intense. Like, oh yeah, they had man, stunt they went full board, dude. Yeah, they had like you know all those little like nodes <laughs> the on their bodies and stuff, ball. and they're just flying around the room on like cables and stuff. They, yeah, they went they they went the full nine yards. They they definitely pushed the envelope. It looks like, and again, when each one of those. Uh, um, you know, people. Each one of those developers were expressing their their thoughts and their feelings and and their work about the game in those interviews on that video. I think it's an IGN video, by the way, uh, fellow gamers. If you want to check it out, uh, it's like I think it's like fourteen minutes, something like that. Doesn't matter. Um, they, you know, they they went the full nine yards, man. They really like did used all the tech. You know, yeah. they, I, I remember there's this one scene in that video where this guy has like a 3D scanner in his hand and he's like literally like scanning the actual clothes of Indiana Jones. He's like going like, you know, he's scanning the fedora. So like the, the graphics are going to be insane. Oh, yeah. And it, it's cool because you can tell in the game that while the graphics do look and you can tell in the reveal trailer that while the graphics do look insanely well, they still have this like layer to them that give them this kind of like you're in a Indiana Jones game where like you kind of pointed out, Chuck, it's all like very, it's, it's like, it's real world stuff, but it also has this element of fantasy to it. That's, you know, that's not too far fetched and, and they kind of show it in a way with the graphics, like that opening scene where they're coming down on, on the, that group of Nazis, it, 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 the graphics look very realistic, but they still have this layer to them that give it kind of like this. You're in a you're in a fictional story, you know. You're in a narrative here. You're it, yeah. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying you to. You know the time but. period, like 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 sort of. I understand this is set between what Raiders of the Lost Ark and and and. It's two of the movies. I can't remember if it's the first two or the or it's, the the second. It's set and third. between yeah. You got it. Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Last Crusade. Um, so, so it's, it's, you know, you're looking at the what the 40s or, or late 30s or. It's it, it follows him in 1937. Yeah, and uh, it's Indiana Jones as he attempts to thwart various groups who are seeking to harness a power connected to the Great Circle, which refers to mysterious sites around the world that form a perfect circle when connected together on a map. Uh, I guess we should have probably mentioned that from the top. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We talked about the great circle and, and you know, it, 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 and it goes back to, to tie into sort of a somewhat plausible supernatural kind of thing. Like, like we all are like familiar with the Sphinx and the pyramids and, you know, these, these sort of wonders of the world type sites. And, and when I first saw that graphic that said it makes a perfect circle around the world, I, I thought, wouldn't any 
Like it, like it's, it's a like, globe. Like like doesn't that looks anything like the cover make to a an, circle? An eighties album. Any, <laughs> any line I draw around the globe makes a perfect circle. But I guess I thought about it later. It's like yeah, you know, it, it would be jagged if it, if it you know wasn't in some. Well, kinda... and I I think what they're kind of like leaning on maybe perhaps is you you know how like I think there's like a set of uh, pyramids in 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 Mexico, oh, yeah. and then there's like a set there's the pyramids in Egypt, and they're like on the same. I think they're on the same latitude line or mm-hmm. something. There's something to that effect. I don't remember exactly the details. So maybe that's kind of like where they got a little bit of inspiration. Oh, let's let's create a uh, a canon story because they are drawing this from the actual real Indiana Jones canon timeline, right? Mm-hmm. It's set between those two events. So they're intending for this to be part of the the canon story. I think is my my thought. Um, and because of the fact that they have the backing of of Lucas Lucasfilm games and everything. This is all very official, right? This isn't like a, a beta story or something like that, <clears throat> um, or whatever the word is. It's canon. Uh, anyways, um, ah, fuck. What was I getting at, Chuck? Just uh, kind of how they tie all my the great circle into it. And- that's right. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Um, thank you for bringing me back. Uh, I think they're like, all right, let's create a story where we we can we can allow indie to go to these different sites across the world multiple not just to like the case of the pyramids in Mexico and the pyramids in Egypt but like multiple sites where you know if they can if they're all in the same latitude and it creates this perfect circle it just it just seemed to like provide a a, a storyline yeah you know? oh it, it sounds like one of the first things you do is, is you wake up at this university and then you go to the Vatican and like uh, I'm assuming that that's the you know it starts out in Italy and like you go to Rome to, to the Vatican and like yeah uh, kind of he kind of like links gets sufficient clues to understand that there's something larger at play here yeah uh, and, and it and makes it t- sense like like you know you think like where would they have some information that that sort of transcends politics and and you know all these things, like 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 artifacts like where are they stored it's at the Vatican like it, it kind mm-hmm. of is a, a unique thing it's like like as soon as I heard that like my eyebrow kind of went up I was like Okay. Yeah, but they do yeah. have some information like that there, you know. And and it, it says, uh, it says the game picks up after Jones has left his fiance Marion Ravenwood, and it says, uh, following the theft of an artifact from Marshall College, Jones heads to the Vatican to investigate. Jones notes that sites of spiritual significance have been built throughout history, realizing that their locations form a perfectly aligned circle around the globe. Besides Rome, other locations include. Uh, Sukhothai temples in Thailand, the Egyptian pyramids, and the snowy Himalayas. During his journey, he teams up with Gina Lombardi, an investigative reporter who has an interest in the case. They go up against Emric Voss, who uses psychological manipulation against his enemies. Oh, that's And scary. then gets headbutted by Indy. Bah! Psychological that. Take your psychological <laughs> manipulation <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I, I so think- that's that's... That's it. I mean, I, I want to just say in general, like the trailer, I, I felt like a good portion of the trailer was cutscenes, And I, I think that's kind of a thing with trailers to some degree. I, I go into them like, you know, kind of analyzing it at, based on the cutscene, And then when you play the actual video game, it's a little different. And that used to be really the case back in the day. But mm, the 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 twenty thirty percent that that was gameplay 
like it, it is it is intriguing like it, it looks like to me there there's there's some fun to be had with that whip and 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 I think that's one of the neat things like 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 one of my favorite scenes of the indie movies is is that scene like where um there's that that kind of uh, arabian looking dude with a turban and stuff and he and he's got that big old giant sword and he does that whole kind of kata type thing you know swinging it around and then like when yeah, he's done yeah. you're expecting indy to fight him with his whip and he just oh, pulls out his gun that. and shoots him like yeah and then turns around and yeah. you know holsters it and then moves on yeah there's something about how an indie game isn't just designed for you to to, to to you know come shoot your way through like like kind of you know guerrilla style like, like you got to kind of think a little bit and and but there's going to be a lot of puzzle solving man and it looked good like it looked good in the game well and also too like it was sort of geared at more like a PG13 audience i felt like like when the movies came out so you you don't want to see a ton of blood and guts and and just you know egregious like loss yeah, of I mean, life like yeah well, they do show you lots of skulls and burial type stuff, and just really creepy uh, environments. Um, yeah. You know, I like I, I mentioned the scene earlier. I don't remember what movie, which one it was in, but there's this scene in one of the original three movies where uh, they're on like an airstrip, and there's all these like planes and jets around. And I I don't remember if it's a Russian dude or a big <gasps> German dude. Oh, but, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, remember? And they just do. They just start. And this this this. <laughs> You know, again, I don't remember if he's Russian or, or or German, but this dude is big, and he's jacked, and he's juiced, and he's and uh, like I don't know, Indiana Jones is trying to get somewhere, but he like it's just him and this other dude, and they just start throwing blows, man. And Indy's like he's you know he's he's putting in the works, but the guy's gonna just eventually just you know Overpower, gas tank him yeah. and just you know ground and pound Indy. He's gonna get worked, and they weren't using any jujitsu. I'll tell you what. Um, so Indy likes like, all right, I'm 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 gonna lose this fight. And long story short, he just kinda like using his wits like backs this guy up into a into a propeller of a plane that's like on. You know, the propeller the plane is like engines on and the and the propellers are just full, you know, and this guy just like he's he's like duking up, you know, he's like squaring off again and he's and Indiana Jones is kinda like moving him forward and he's backing up and just walks right into the propeller and you just see like a you just see a full spray you know just <laughs> that's one that's one of the like that's one of the gnarliest scenes though you know and they don't show the guy like getting just completely you know mutilated but they do show a good solid spray if i remember correctly oh yeah you know but like that's that, before I'll never cgi forget that, scene, dude. that was before cgi you know some dude had to chuck a watermelon into a real helicopter or <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, hold. <laughs> Cut. Perfect. Perfect. No, no, no need to run it back. We got it's it. A keeper. We got Cut. it. Thank you, Harrison. It's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. Thank I, you, Airfield Bad Guy Number Two. Well, yeah. It, 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 one thing I, I definitely want to mention before before we're done is there's there's a famous sort of take that that came from the show that TV show the big bang theory and i think it's sheldon the character off of there that says it that that basically indiana jones is insignificant in all of these movies like 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 when you think of the arc like <laughs> the germans still get the arc like like no matter like 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 they they capture him and the arc and they would have still died from opening the arc and, and, and like so he basically just 
is there it you know doesn't affect the plot <laughs> did, did and, and, all this shit for no reason yeah. spent all this but but other yeah, people like, point out that that like he did find the ark like like i kind of remember it like if he hadn't have been there the germans wouldn't have found the ark and and probably you know it would have been okay like, like it'd been better for it to stay buried but a lot of people point out that they would have found it eventually and and like he was there once he he was the smart guy that knew to keep your eyes closed once it got opened and mm-hmm. was there to make sure it got properly handled once it was over. And, and, you know, we see that scene where it gets kind of put in that warehouse, yeah. you know, and yeah. a bunch of oh other gosh, artifacts. Dude. So uh, those movies were just so, uh, they're just iconic movies, man. I'm not going to lie, dude, that, that scene when they open the arc, I I rewatched it and it and it refreaked me out. Dude, I de-watched it. Whenever it started as a kid, I shut my eyes like like you're supposed to when the arc is open. <laughs> and <laughs> all these people that are all fucked up, it's because they didn't close their eyes had, when they watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, and something else that gets pointed out is like even after Andy witnesses God like fry about fifty Nazis. Like he still <laughs> like is womanizing and like, you know, breaking some of the Ten Commandments. Most people are like, if I witnessed that, I would become a monk like day the next day. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he just goes on doing his thing. Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, uh, do you need any more proof? You know, <laughs> like, it's like I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. I'm jumping over pews <laughs> and shit. <laughs> Just like get home, throw all the porn mags out, get rid of the that booze, dump the booze. Please yeah, start me. planting a garden, <laughs> picking swearing. the kids up from school, throwing the baseball. Yeah, <laughs> all right. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Go straight edge. It would definitely yeah, strange you. I mean, it change you, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for this, man. I, I think it'll, it'll be fun. I, I guess I got a question because there is something about you that is, you'll just, you'll, you'll just click, you'll just click the mouse and hit the button. So I gotta ask, are you gonna go out and buy a Xbox just to be able to play this game? <laughs> hmm. No, I'm, I'm joking. Man. Xbox Don't do it. Right over there. I, I'll <laughs> oh, be you already have one. I mean, an old one. I forget which. It's the Xbox One, I think, or something. Um, oh, damn. But, yeah, that's. Um, you might want to. Not, not like the first Xbox, but at one point they had, they had. I, I would say, 2015 oh, or something. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I know you what had you're one about. called the Xbox One or whatever, but. Um, um, I'm just playing, man. No, nah, I doubt it. I, I came to PlayStation for, for you guys, man, for you and Pepe Tortilla. I was, I was an Xbox dude before then. Like. Um. Yeah. So, and and I can't help but wonder if, like, you know, old, old Bill Gates is a fellow Gen Xer. Like, he 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 might be the one that's that's like, you know, wanting wanting this to happen on the Microsoft world. Um, perhaps, so. perhaps. But uh, I doubt it though. I'm not gonna buy it. I'm not gonna buy an Xbox just for it. But um, no. Nah. Yeah. Well. One last little quick tidbit before we wrap it up, because um, I did say I'd mention this, and I'm sure we're missing something, but there are, I went online, there's multiple pages that have different info, but I went onto the indianajones.fandom.com, it's like a wiki, so I guess this is pretty legit, and I counted 28 games. Yes. 
you know, from the Atari 2600 back in the day, the Atari System 1, the ZX Spectrum, the Amstrad CPC, NES, PC, Macintosh, Game Boy, Sega Genesis, Sega Game Gear, Master System, you know, uh, SNES, the ZX, I already mentioned that, Dif- all the Ataris, Game Boy Colors, uh, even m- there's mobile, Nintendo DS, PSP, PlayStation, um, Xbox, Wii, they're all on here. There's even a Facebook game, man. I mean, 28 games, man. Even Lego games and stuff. Like, I think the Lego one did really well. It had like 3 million copies sold. Like, um, They've so- been pretty liberal with this franchise, for sure. And, like... I watched a good bit. Uh, there, there, there's a video you shared with me about the history of those games. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a long video. I couldn't watch it all to be honest. I but. couldn't help but think about like the first ones they showed, like the Commodore 64. There were even some text-based games, kind of like those Zork games that we talked about at one point. Yeah. And and one of the things that came up in there is is uh, what's your IJQ. You know, oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm so glad you remembered to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like your IQ, but your IJQ. Well, and in those old video games, man, they would just, it was almost like you had to read the developer's mind. Like there were no clues, context no clues clu- whatsoever. No. Just little, little, little sound cues, I think, in some cases. Just oh, random, you know, you might play that game a hundred freaking years and not notice you know, like, like there's this one, like you've got to get a bottle and you've got to fill it up with water from this fountain. And, and like, it's like you walk by this couple that are sitting at a table and they say like, you know, even the game says better leave them alone. And like, like you've got to go like steal their wine bottle and ask them for it and some stuff. And, and like, it just like incredibly complicated. And, and I guess that IJQ was basically just like. You know, it's the Indiana Jones quotient. Yeah, like, like, are you thinking like Indy? Basically, he like kind of a, a problem solver. Uh. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of like some uh, fan, fan, you know, fandom created. Like, yeah, you know, it's right up there with the whip. Like, like we want to see puzzles in these games, and 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 you know, kind of have to find that balance between it being just a completely obscure, like we're walking around like the ET game looking for crap that we can't find or whatever. And, you know, just completely spoon feeding it to us. Like, you know, hey, this flashing yeah. door. Like, we didn't really get into this, but uh, gosh, yeah, and we're, we're running out of time. Um, but like, w- you know, what are the actual weapons and devices and, co- and, and um, throwables and stuff that you're going to have, you know, mm-hmm. just from getting a peek at the video you're definitely going to have a uh, the trailer you're going to have your gun you're going to you're going to have a gun you're going to have a whip it looks like there's a scene there where there's a lighter kind of like a zippo that he might have in as part of his kit and it looks like you can whip lots of the um like the stuff you can find around the map and like whip it at people throw it at people you can pick up stuff around the map i noticed there's a part where he picks up a hammer and throws it at one of the nazi uh-huh. guards so you know um, and there's a ton of puzzle solving. You can see it in the in the trailer. So I think there's I think what they're trying to do is create that that's that balance, you know, where we're at the end of the you know, through every mission or whatever, the the quests or stories or the development of the storyline where we're getting a good balance of of stealth, of puzzle solving, finding different routes, because it sounds like there's gonna be multiple routes to to objectives. Um melee Combat, you know, like close up and personal. We saw fist fights. You know, that's a whole. We didn't even get into that. Like, it's not hard to create realistic feeling brawls. You know, 
like that's one of the reasons of a Red Dead Redemption 2 was really successful at, at creating authentic feeling fistfights, mm-hmm. you know, so we'll see how they do that in first person, you know, it's going to be True. interesting. So, so yeah, you're right. A hundred percent right. The whip, huge, fundamental, that's going to be good whip, whip mechanics is going to be so important for this game to be successful. Really fun, challenging, but solvable puzzles is going to be really great and fun. And then when facing enemy combatants or, in, or enemy NPCs in the game, uh, having diversity and can I be stealth? Do I need to go aggro on these dudes? Do I need to distract them? Do I need to manipulate them? Or, you know, like all that stuff. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be all fundamental in making a great, great indie game. Yeah. You know, there hasn't been an Indiana game for a very long time. Over a decade, I think. I think. Mm-hmm. Over a decade. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I, they've done a good job, I think, of getting the feel down. One of the things I heard mentioned is they use something called the Wilhelm scream. It's kind of like this, like we've heard in movies for like since 1951, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to use that? It's even in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'll look. I'll, I'll watch it again and look out for that or hear out for that. Yeah, it's it's um, from a, a like a movie from 1951, but it's been in like tons of movies since then, so you'll recognize it. And, uh, absolutely, yeah. There are certain sound uh, sound effects that are so just universal. You know, there, there's a there's one like one that comes to mind is that a pol- there's like a police radio like like when when you see a movie with a scene beginning and the scene opens and there's like police cars and they're like cops walking around. You'll always hear like the police radio from a vehicle make this same. It's it's like a dispatcher coming through the radio. It goes like... Breaking squelch. Yep. It's, like, it's the same one, dude, in so many different movies. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> yeah. but. This is like from if someone gets shot from a hot and they're up on something high and they fall, they yeah. always make this sound. You, you'll recognize yeah. it when you hear it. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, That's good. Oh, just to wrap it up... Uh, and, you know, unless you have any final comments, Chuck, my final comment is not the end of the video. They really do so, some fan service, like um, when that one guy's walking around with a huge vase oh, yeah. or vase and he drops it and it just shatters into a bunch of pieces. He's, and Indiana Jones is like, do you have any idea how old that was? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly something he would say. And, or, you know, absolutely. Like, he just and, and Troy did a great job of voice acting that too. Like, oh, like, oh man. Anyways, very excited for you, uh, Windows, PC, Xbox gamers out there. We hope this one is a, we hope it's just super successful and you hope hope you enjoy the shit out of it. And and I'm going to play it too as soon as opportunity I get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else, Chuck? No, I think that covers it, man. Good luck to him. I I, I guess just, you know, we, we did mention it earlier, but it's coming out in 2024. So yeah, it should be out this year. Sooner the better. Um, obviously we probably missed a couple of things. If there's anything that we missed that you, uh, you know, want to reach out to us and discuss that we could maybe bring up, uh, to recap in the next episode or something like that. Anything that, uh, that, uh, that you noticed from the reveal trailer and the information out there that you find interesting, let us know, shoot us an email, hit us up on Facebook. Our email is ovoxandchuck at gmail.com. That's O-V-O-X-A-N-D-C-H-U-K at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you think about Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. We'll shout you out on the pod. And uh, whatever you happen to be listening on, if you enjoy the podcast, enjoy the the episode, 
enjoy the laughs. Uh, leave us a rating and review. That would be super, super helpful for us as an independent podcast. Um, it gets us out there to more ears. And our handle online, basically for everything, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, X, YouTube, our handle is at NWG Podcast. At NWG Podcast. And that's it. That's the whole burrito. Episode 41. Is it 41? It is. Yeah, it's 41. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. Thanks, Chuck Tomahawk. Yeah, I appreciate you, Alex. Thanks, everybody. All right, y'all have a good day.